Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Hi, good morning, and welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show. I'm not Robbie Dillmore. I'm Jerry Mathis with Ray's Body Shop and Record Service. Robbie is away this weekend. He is uh, at a men's retreat. I heard about it and on the Dangerous Hearts men's retreat. I think he's one of the speakers. I think he'll be speaking this morning, so we'll make sure we lift him up in prayer, and we're certainly going to miss Robbie this morning. We've got a lot of things to cover this morning, a lot of conversation. Don't forget this is a call-in show. We'd love to hear from you. The number is one 348 7884 also this morning, Robbie may not be here, but I have Darren DeWitt joining us this morning. Darren, good morning. Good morning, uh, Jerry. How you doing? Doing well. And a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, uh, I own a um, an automotive paint jobber store in the Triad, in the triad area. Uh, we sell PPG automotive finished paint to uh, several of the collision centers out here. I've uh, been doing it since about 2004. and. Um, yeah, what do you have stores at? I mean, I know you're not. I know you. I know the Winston Market because you supply us with paint. Yep. Yeah, we have. Uh, we have a store in uh, on South Main Street in Winston Salem. Uh, we also have a uh, our Greensboro location uh, is in uh, off of Randleman Road there in the middle of uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. And then uh, we also have our Burlington store to kind of cover the whole entire triad out here. Yeah, and and one of the things I think when you was on the show a few months ago, we talked about is the fact that, you know do-it-yourselfers y'all can be a great resource for that correct yeah what we've get uh especially um uh you know our burlington market uh we get a lot of people that uh come walking into the store um weekend warriors and and stuff where they've got some uh just kind of uh nicks on their cars or anything like that and they want to get some knowledge on uh, what they can do to uh, beautify the car a little bit uh, instead of just doing the little dabs uh, paint that you get uh, sometimes in the auto parts stores also. Uh, but a way to make their car, you know, just look uh, like they did when they bought it brand new. And uh, uh, they ask us a lot of questions on upkeep and everything like that on the uh, appearance of the car with waxes and, and uh, car washes and stuff like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, we pride ourselves on, on taking the time out and, uh, we love for people to come into our stores and ask us these questions. And, uh, we, you know, all my employees love to kind of share their knowledge that they've learned and, uh, explain to the customers kind of what they can do at home. Cause, uh, it's amazing what, what all you can do at, at, at your house. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's one of the things we encourage people to do, especially on this radio show is to go out and seek counsel. I mean, find people that know the business. I mean, go to a body shop. I mean, we have people that walk in on a daily basis who will have just a simple question, going to do it themselves, and just need some advice. And the same thing, you can go to that local body shop, somebody you trust, two things. It also builds up a relationship with them, and you start feeling a little bit of you know, comfort with them, and they'll also know you. And it's the same thing with the paint supply company. I mean, I'm sure you can, you know, you can buy touch-up paint from every little corner store almost but i mean there is a difference yeah it's um yeah because you know there's 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 plenty of ways to to you know to to maintain your vehicle and and everything like that but you really do want to to instead of um you know you can get a lot of resources off the internet 
but it really is good to, to stop into one of the stores or like I said, a body shop or a collision center in your area. Uh, cause all of those people are very, very friendly. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they love imparting their knowledge, uh, on vehicles and, and to try to explain kind of what you can do at home to help, you know, keep your car looking, you know, it's best and, and maintaining it so that it runs its best uh, and you get the, the most out of your car. Yeah, absolutely. And you, and you know, the thing is, if you go to a shop or, or a store and they're not willing to help you, I'll tell you what, when you need their service, that'd be the ones I'd mark off my list because it's, you know, it, it just sort of gives a little bit of the character of that business. Exactly. I, you know, it's especially when you get into an accident or something like that, uh, you know, even if you've gone into the paint store, because a lot of guys, you know, they'll, they'll rely, relay on their, um, or rely on their um, uh, insurance companies and everything like that. But when you go into a paint store and stuff like that, they're the ones that actually deal with the body shops also. So, so you can get, if you're doing some research on, on, on your vehicle, which is, you know, next to your house is your second largest uh, investment um, financially. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a good idea to, to stop in, talk to them, and they can impart some knowledge on, on who in the area is, you know, a, a really good uh, quality body shop for you. Also, uh, to give you some more information that, both your insurance agent and the insurance company also give you. So it, it kind of gives uh, gives you a good um, uh, knowledge base to seek. Yeah, and it goes back to, to so many times it's just that building up of relationships, and that's why it's so important, I think, to when you're dealing with insurance is to have an agent that has or a company that has an agent that you can go to the front, go through the front door and sit down across the desk from them and, and get, you know, answers to questions you may have and get advice and stuff because – as you mentioned, your automobile is a huge investment, mm-hmm. and if you get a poor repair, I mean, it's not a good steward of your money, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and, and unfortunately, uh, a lot of times in, in our industry, because yeah, we, we have a lot of great products and everything like that, but we also have you know different levels of products, per se. Um, and so a lot of times, guys, you know, they'll, they'll go out and get their car fixed, and then and we've seen consumers come in where, you know, they didn't buy the paint from us, they didn't, you know, they had no... Um, uh, 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 activity in the process. They just brought it to a guy to get it painted. They come in and, and sit there and say, well, my car is just looks horrible now after about, you know, six months down the road, you know, what happened? And so, we, you know, so when you have those different levels of products, um, a lot of those issues don't unfortunately show up until, you know, six months, a year down the road. And by then it's, you know, it's kind of a little, a little too late. And then you wind up doing the repair over again, basically. Yeah. And, and, and in the paint process, I mean, we've been in the business, raised body shop and record service, been in business since 1964. And early on when my father started the business, my father and my mother, um, coming up, once I got out of school and decided that was the industry I wanted to go into was, you know, I was a, I was a painter. I mean, yeah. I love paint and, mm-hmm. and I love the, the, the making that car look, look like new again and you know it does play into it what you just said you know it's the, the the type of material you use and using you know i'm not saying i mean i love ppg but also i know you know if it's a a, a major leading brand a premium brand you're going to get a good quality product on the car and that people don't always factor that in they're trying to save a little bit of money and and and, and shops are even trying to save money you know that's not always the smartest thing to do Correct. Yeah. And, and, and that's the main thing is, uh, is, is, you know, the branding out there, you know, your, your PPG, which is what we sell, 
Uh, but you also got um, uh, DuPont out there. You also got uh, BSF and and um, and Axo, Nobel, and stuff. Those are your major paint lines that you know they're they're involved basically with the OEs uh, with the original um, equipment like your GMs and stuff like that. Uh, so so they got better documentation. They got better you know they've they've invested the money into into making the the, the product a premium quality product that's gonna last your car a lifetime. Yeah, you bring up a good point. We're going to get back to this is the fact the relationship that a paint company has with the manufacturer. And also when we come back from the, the break in a few moments, one of the things and I'm going to go ahead and start talking about it is, you know, we're moving into the season where people are going to be needing body shops and needing paint repair and major collision just because of some of the hazards that you run into on the road this time of the season that you may not necessarily run into throughout the course of year. I mean, I know a couple of weeks ago, Robbie did a show was talking on texting and driving and those and, and the dangers of that and the accidents that they cause. I mean, that's a huge concern, not only for that driver that may be with the Texan away, but also those that he's coming in contact with coming up the road yeah. because there's a chance of going to come in real contact with them. You know, you think about that. You think about just the use of cell phones. I mean, anything you do that takes your your, your concentration from that job that you have when you're behind the wheel, that's driving a vehicle because there's so many other things going on. I mean, you think about it, you've got, you know, this time of season is deer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that is a concern for everyone when you're out on the road and stuff because of, for one thing, this is the mating season for them and they're out moving around. This past week, we've had six cars towed into our shop that were deer hits. And, you know, the thing is, you think hit a little deer. I mean, some of the damage is just, I mean, well, you go into shops. If you've seen the same thing, it's some huge damage that a deer can oh, cause yeah. to a vehicle. Yeah, the, the the deer, and especially with the deer population the way it is, I mean, it has been, um, uh, you know, it, it has, it, that is one of the major hazards on the on the road today because, uh, you know, like anything, they, they seem to come out of nowhere and, you know, you're driving down the road at, you know, 40, 50 miles an hour and you hit a, you know, 500 pound animal that stands about at the same <laughs> height as you, uh, not good. Your, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not a good thing for you or your vehicle. So, yeah, yeah we'll come back and we're going to talk about a few other things. I mean, from the, from the deer hits, from just the hazards that are laying on the road, you know, also we're getting into the icy season, the snow on the ground and that type of stuff and things we can do to make sure that we are not in a body shop any sooner than we have to be. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Once again, this is a call-in show. Give us a call, 1-866-348-7884. And as we're talking about those road hazards, and, and the deer is certainly a huge road hazard, but, you know, all of that stuff going on, as we mentioned, you know, with the texting and being on the cell phone, you know, those Im- impede your ability to be able to watch for those. I mean, even though they seem to come out from nowhere, you have to be a defensive driver at all times. Yeah, yeah, that's um, and especially this year because uh, as we were talking in the break, um, you know, they said the deer population was down, but uh, we have seen a very high increase in in deer hits this year, and um, and, you know, especially when you're driving at dusk, that so that seems to be really the the main 
uh, you know, the main uh, times of, of getting hit, uh, just because the deer are very, very active right there at, in the evening in your eyesight. You know, it's just trying, you know, the, the, it's kind of dark, but not quite. Your headlights are on, but, uh, you know, so it makes it really, really difficult road conditions at that time. And, and when you throw in a live animals in it, uh, it just uh, you definitely have to be on the defensive side this time of year. Absolutely, and and you know we also you know you're talking about the things that 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 hinder you from being able to conduct driving the vehicle. You know the Texan and and uh, cell phones, but also you know this time of season is uh, the big temptation is getting behind the wheel. And I and I and I pray that none of our listeners or any of them that do that is getting behind the wheel after drinking. Correct. Yeah, that's um, you know you know. Any any time of that, uh, you definitely want to uh, if if you're gonna go and 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 have some drinks or anything like that and uh, and and everything like that instead of being a danger both to yourself and to other people, uh, definitely definitely uh, you know have someone have have your keys. Yeah, I mean be the one who's the uh, aggressor on that and make sure that if you see somebody, make sure you know take those keys from them because as we mentioned, I mean that's anything that that you can do to prevent an accident is what you want to do. And, and when you've been drinking to get behind the wheel, I mean, that's just foolishness. And, uh, I mean, there's no excuse for that. I mean, there's too many other options. You can call a cab. You can call a, a tow truck to come get you. You can call a friend. You can have all that arranged before you do. Because this time of season, as we mentioned, you know, with all the Christmas parties, then Thanksgiving parties, New Year's parties, and get-togethers, that temptation is there and, and, and just – and just just make sure you you aren't the one who's responsible for somebody else's life because of a foolish mistake you've made. Exactly, and and like I said, um, you know, those of us that that don't drink, you know, it's 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 our it's also our responsibility. You know, if you're you know in one of those parties or anything like that, you know, if you see one of your coworkers or your friends or anything like that, you know, uh, that's that's why you know they're called friends. You 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 look out for them and 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 make sure that uh, they're not a danger to anyone on the road. Absolutely, take those keys from them and 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 then back to some of the dangers on the road. You know, we're getting into the season also where you've got to worry about the black ice, the snow. I mean, we're not really having it in North Carolina yet, or or in the Piedmont area of North Carolina, but it's just around the corner. And I know there's listeners that are already dealing with the snow and the ice on the road. Man, you have just got to be you know, take every precaution you can. And when you go out, another thing that, that, that just sort of a pet peeve of mine, I see people going up and down 40 who have got their car covered in snow or ice and have this uh, little bitty hole sort of chiseled out on the windshield where they can look through. It's like a little bitty peephole or something. And I'm thinking, man, how dangerous can that be? Well, you got that, and you've got the the ones that don't clear the top of their vehicle, especially, you know, because where we're at, we get a lot of ice storms and stuff. And so you'll get that layer of ice kind of on top of the, the roof of your car. And a lot of people don't, you know, uh, they don't take the time to clear that off or, or scrape that off anyway or anything like that. And as they're driving down the road, you're, and I know, uh, you know, if you've driven 40 and I think most people in cold weather states have seen this is, uh, when you're coming down the road and you all of a sudden see that big, huge sheet of ice fly off the front end of a, a car in front of you. And it, it goes high up in the sky and you can just see it coming right at your vehicle. Yeah, I mean, that's, for one thing, the first thing is the reaction is to try to miss it, and which is dangerous to do, but it's just being being a defensive driver. And, you know, another thing that, that sort of people don't think about in this time of year is leaves. Yeah. I mean, leaves on the side of the road where you're having to veer away from them, 
but also when you hit those things, if they if the it's damp weather or it's early in the morning when they've got some frost on them, it's like hitting ice. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, uh, you know, we we get that in our neighborhood a little bit uh, after a rainstorm or anything like that. Um, you know, a day later, you'd think that uh, everything's dried out and the leaves should just kind of uh, you know, funnel away, but uh, it acts just like a, a coat of ice and. Uh, you tap on your brakes a little bit, and next thing you know, you're you can be spinning out. Yeah, I mean, we just had a car in this past week who came in for an estimate and scheduled for repairs that went into a parking lot that had leaves, and when they poured into the space where the leaves had been blown from the grass and the area and stuff, and it was early in the morning, it just slid them right into the car beside them. I mean, it was just like I don't know how that happened. I mean, and they got out and they said when I stepped on the leaves, I felt how slick they were. Yeah, something you just don't think about. And a lot of times too, they also cover up, you know, the potholes that are around and and stuff that'll that'll you know when you hit them, you know, it damages your tire, uh, makes your alignment messed up, uh, to where you know you got to you know get a new alignment on your car so your tires don't you know continue to wear out. Um, so it's uh, you know this, you know leaves actually can be very dangerous. Yeah, and you know you sit there and you think about other things that 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 you really don't realize are dangerous and a hazard on the road till you run up on them. And that's where it's so important to make sure that you're concentrating on what you're doing when you're behind that wheel is, you know, there's a ton of bikers. I mean, not, not necessarily motorcycle, but, but the two wheel pedaling bicycles, especially in our area, it's got where that's got to be a trend. And even during the colder months, they're, they're in the winter gear and they're out on the roads riding. And now with it getting dark so early, a lot of them ride to work and then they're back on the roads riding back home and it's dark and it's hard to see them. So you just really have to be, you know, aware that they're on the road and you're sharing the road with them. And and then the other piece is the mopeds. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just there's a ton of them on the road and you just really need to be aware that they're there and that you're having to share the road because it is a an opportunity for an accident. Yeah, again, um, getting back to the bicycle uh, bicyclists and, and cyclists out there. I, I know exactly what you're saying on that because I was just driving home uh, two nights ago, and yeah, it's 5:30, and uh, gonna turn into my street, and next thing I know, hey, there's a cyclist coming up, you know, coming the opposite direction, and it, it had been dark, and um, you know, is is their apparel wasn't you know reflective as as it normally would be from the front uh, of them, so you know I had to you know put on my brakes right away and, and let them go, you know, let them go by obviously. And, uh, you know, just kind of waved and apologized, but, uh, it's, it's one of those things where you don't realize that sometimes. Um, and, uh, especially with the lack of bike lanes out there. And I know Greensboro's kind of in our area, they're doing, uh, you know, some, some interesting work on, on making bike lanes on the, on the roads to kind of help some of that. But, uh, but when you don't have that, you're on uh, like country roads and stuff like that. Uh, you definitely got to keep your eyes open this this time of year uh, with it getting dark, you know, earlier. Yeah, you know, and, and the thing is, you just you, your mind and your eyes aren't used to just 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 focusing on that. So it's almost it just sneaks up on you, and all of a sudden there's a somebody on a bike right in front of you, and 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 it is a hazard. And so you've got to make sure you pay attention. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about paint, automotive paint, and how that relationship works with uh, manufacturer, automobile manufacturers and also the paint manufacturers.
As we promised, we're going to talk a little bit about paint. Um, this is certainly going to be in Darren's wheelhouse. And, and, and a question that I get, and, and I'm going to throw it over to you. When people come in for an estimate on a vehicle, one of the things they'll ask for is, I want to make sure, will you be using Honda paint or Toyota paint or GM paint or or whatever that vehicle may be. I mean, what's the what's the story behind that? And and also the relationship, as you mentioned earlier on this morning, was talking a little bit about the investment that paint companies put into to their products and stuff, that the premium lines and stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about more what that means. Yeah, basically, because uh, we, we get this question also by just uh, guys that just come in, you know, off the streets and everything and, and want to work on their car. They, they ask for, you know, hey, I've got a Toyota you know, can I get some Toyota paint? And, you know, so we, we kind of go through the explanation because the, the, with uh, a lot of misconception is that there, I mean, there really is no such thing as Toyota paint, you know, GM paint or anything like that. What that is is you got your your, your main paint companies such as PPG. Uh, PPG and DuPont, I think, represent, I think, the largest um, um, presence within uh, the plants that they actually uh, make the vehicles in. Um, yeah, PPG... Uh, for example, basically, um, what they would do is uh, uh, they sell the pigment and the paints uh, to the car companies. The car companies actually pick out the color that they're gonna that they want their car to be. Uh, they go to the paint companies and say, "Okay, this is what we want." They make up a formula, and uh, then it actually uh, goes into production, where um, that that color then gets sprayed on that car mechanically. Um, that's a good thing and a bad thing sometimes in in our industry, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, got to try to try to match that finish. Uh, you know, in the aftermarket industry, in the body shops and collision centers are trying to match that that finish, and that's also part of what the 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 problem or or the the obstacle or the hurdle that the paint manufacturers have to have to get over is to be able to have it where they can make sure that that match is able to happen. Yeah, exactly. And th- and that's where a lot of the investment comes in on on these uh, on the paint companies uh, with their premium products. Because, uh, you know, even though it's mechanically painted, not everything is going to get covered the same way, uh, depending on, on the assembly line and, and how it's operated and everything like that. Um, you know, a plant in, in, in uh, Alabama might be totally, you know, have a totally different process than a plant up in Michigan as far as the way they're spraying the vehicle. Uh, so sometimes um, uh, the, you'll get variances in color, basically. Um, yeah, it'll be, so, so what PBG does and, and what other uh, of the premium paint companies do is uh, they'll have a prime, which is what the car company originally stated that that's the color that they want. But then they've got people on staff at these plants that actually, as the cars come through, they will chip out the vehicle or, or take pictures of the vehicle with their cameras and everything like that, spectrometers and all these fancy gadgets that they that they have access to to measure color. But uh, they will, you know, they put in the 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 hard work of of getting the different variances of those cars out there. And what, what that does is they, they implement it into the paint line that, that we sell then to the, uh, to the collision center. So uh, like your, your machine um, on, uh, in your shop, uh, you've got access now to all of those different uh, variances of those vehicles. Uh, so when you get a car coming in, if you get a Toyota or a Chevy or anything like that that comes into your shop, you know, you have, you know, because you're using the premium paint, you've got, you know, uh, uh, 
the ability to match that color. And you probably, uh, if you're using a premium paint, you probably have the, the, the type of paint that was actually originally put on that vehicle. Yeah, and, and real quick, when you, you mentioned that about the, that they'll make the alternate colors and stuff, and probably the, the biggest fear for a painter is when he goes in and punches in that color code at the computer, getting ready to, to do the mix and everything, and it comes up with 12 or 13 alternates. I mean, that is... It's it's mind numbing <laughs> and it's 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 very very difficult and and that's one of the reasons why I truly think the painters in our industry they're they're really artists um you know they need to lo- you know they need to know color and 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 I think we do a good job of of getting of teaching our customers you know the different colors uh, where they get pushed to and the color spectrum and everything like that um, but it oh, is and real quick what they interrupt you but also when you mention that is is the the painters being artists and stuff is, is the fact you may want to just mention this and I'm going to mention it is the fact that, you know, go to a shop that make, you know, make sure they have painters that are qualified and have been trained to that. Because like you say, when you pull it up and it's got 12, 13 variances or three or four variances, they have to have the ability to be able to distinguish which one is going to be the one that's going to be the best match for that vehicle and, and how it needs to be put on because you know, just the, the type of pressure, the, the number of coats and, and the type of sealer underneath it and, and so forth changes the color of a vehicle. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, PPG, I know, um, yeah, they've done a great job with their software uh, being in the plants like, like they are. They're able to sit there and say, OK, this is the color of undercoat that was on the vehicle. So this is so based on that this is, you know, the, the variant that, sh- you know, that you should use in order to, uh, you know, to make that, you know, color uh, match the, the rest of the vehicle. But as, as we all know, they, they, there are, you know, when you have 12, 13, you know, some of them are 15 to 20 uh, different shades of that color. Um, you really need to know um, based on the, because everything is, is done off of the prime, uh, basically, um, so when you know color, it gives them the, the opportunity to, to, when they look at those formulas to know, okay, you know, where's, is, where's is this color going to, so I can, you know, make, you know, get this car to match and, uh, and make the customer happy. Yeah. Cause that's ultimately that, that's, that's the bottom line, what you want to do in, in any collision shop. I mean, at least you would hope so would be to make sure the last thing, you know, that the one thing that's going to stand out in any repair, I mean, there's, you know, a lot of things that go into repairing a vehicle, but the one thing that a customer or just an individual walks up on is the finish of the vehicle. Yeah. And, and that's, that's that first impression. And, and is that a good match and, and stuff? And it goes back to using a premium paint, having trained technicians, having, yeah. go ahead, having the ability to, to do the job right. Yeah, because uh, you know what? What I'm I'm always amazed at how much the collision center actually does as far as the hard work that they put into you know making you know the the you know making that that end product look like it's a brand new car again you know uh, to to make uh, the customer happy because there are times I've seen painters you know even even when you know color you know sometimes you still need to do a spray out uh, where they'll do just a little bit you know they'll mix up a little bit of the color to and then they'll put it onto the vehicle, uh, you know, and, and match it up that way uh, just to verify that they're, they're getting the right color. And I've seen painters, you know, where, you know, some of these colors on today's cars, because as these manufacturers are going more and more into custom colors almost, um, you know, they're, you know, they're having to match. It's, it's getting harder and harder to match. And so they're doing more and more spray out. So they're, 
their labor intensity into that is just I just find it amazing some you know sometimes yeah and I mean you know they almost have to be a chemist and a, a, a computer nerd and everything else to be a painter I mean like like for our shop you know we have an intermixed system where we mix the paint there and we have all the software and everything and then the support we get from your company and stuff makes that job where we're able to put the product back out in pre-accident condition but you've got to have all those tools and it goes back to that relationship that the manufactured paint manufacturer has with the car manufacturers and that that spending the money and and the resources and the time to make sure they have that product. Yeah, and uh, and like I said, that's that's one of the reasons why the the premium products are as expensive as they are because uh, they you know you're basically uh, you know you, you know when when you're buying that premium product you can feel assured that you know a lot of energy and a lot of um, work has been put into those products to make it perform. Um, to last the lifetime of your vehicle. Yeah, because then, then like I said, it's the second biggest investment most of us will ever have is that vehicle. And and also, you know, you think about the, the finish of a vehicle, you know, that also is not only just for appearance and look, it also protects that vehicle. I mean, it, it, it's also, you know, it, it, it keeps rust from etching in there and, and you need a good paint on it, a solid paint that's not going to chip easy or, you know, or allow a... Uh, uh, you know, this time of year where you get salt on the road to etch in under the refinish of the, the vehicle and stuff. So it also serves not only just look good, but it's also a protectant. Yeah, and, th- and that's where our, you know, clear coats, uh, you know, uh, come into come into play in a lot of these vehicles also is because uh, everything pretty much, uh, you know, pretty much every vehicle now has, has got base coat clear coat on it. Uh, so not only do we have to get the, the paint right, we got to, you know, get the color right. You know, we also have got to put on a clear that's going to protect that color from the UV rays of the just the sun um, from either making it fade out, um, and then you're back to having a lighter area of repair than uh, than what you when you had before the accident. But um, you know, it's uh, and that's where a lot of the the different uh, uh, clears come out onto the market um, uh, with the premium clears that, that are out there, that's, that's where your, your main difference is going to be is, is that UV screener, uh, within the product in order to, to keep the color, you know, looking vibrant. Yeah. And, and, and another piece of it is, you know, we sit there and you look at cars and you see what manufacturers are doing with cars. I mean, you can go to any lot, new car lot, and you'll sit there and you'll see, but those cars, when they're sitting side by side, I can see a difference in the color. But when they're apart, I can't really see. I mean, this it's not unusual to have six or seven whites in a you know for a car line to have. You know, to me on on this end of it, boy, that sure makes it tough. But then I can understand. You know, it's it's all about trying to sell that vehicle that that curb appeal. Yeah, exactly. And and with the color trends uh, that are coming out, and and the different technologies that are coming out uh, with paint. I mean, there's what they're what. What a lot of your, what a lot of the colors that you see on the vehicles today, I mean, they they weren't even thought of back uh, in the you know even in the nineties. Um, they they were they were the custom paint jobs, you know, and uh, now you get these uh, pearls and these color shifting um, uh, pearls on these on these OE cars now, and um, and that's just standard now. So it's 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 just kind of amazing the evolution of of how. Uh, color and and the paint has progressed from you know lacquer which you know a lot of people still love I still love uh, you know for for the old cars and everything like that but 
to your acrylic enamels to acrylic urethanes now to base coat clear coats um you know that the progression has been has been amazing yeah and and you know and you get those trends as you said a lot of the paint we put on now was considered custom paint job at the time with the pearls and the candy colors and stuff that's factory finishes now but then also you get those trends though when you sound about when, when you said about trends and stuff makes me think about that the trend at one time when custom colors, and this is something that I, I've never really got, is the chameleon colors. Those have to be the ugliest things I've ever seen <laughs> on a vehicle. I, I had a, made me think about that. I had one a few weeks ago came in, and I was, I was like, man, I don't, I mean, you know, what do you do with this thing? I mean, it's, but they were popular for a while, and there's still a, a segment that, that like, but man, sometimes these trends can, and it never puts something on your car that you can't just wash off that sort of yeah. have to live with. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'll, I'll have to defend the chameleon color a little bit because I, I do like the chameleon color. But uh, uh, Oh, that's right. I think you had a car yeah. at the time that had that on now that I think about it. Yeah, you know, uh, in, in my younger days, uh, maybe. But uh, no, it's uh, – and chameleon has come a long way because I, I, I will agree I did not like the chameleon colors when they first came out because they had that bronzing effect, yeah. they, you know. and so But when they came out with the, the pearls of them – uh, which is kind of what they're using in a lot of today's paints. It has such a hard color shift now. It doesn't do that bronzing effect, that copper look or something like that. Um, it just makes it, it just all of a sudden makes it sharper, I think, now. But, um, you know, an all-over car with, I mean, I can, I, I, uh, I can agree. On, it's, I can, it's, that's, <laughs> that's ugly. <laughs> but, you know, and it goes back to the, to the main thing we was talking about is the fact that, you know, if you own a vehicle and it and it needs a collision repair, you know a big part of that is that finish that goes on that car, and and that's why to, you know, ask those questions. Make sure that the shop you're going to. I mean, we we put an investment in 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 paint, making sure it's, you know, what can duplicate the factory finish or pre-accident condition. You know, make sure the shops. I mean, there's plenty of shops in this country that that are that are able to do that and are willing to do that and want to do that. So just just ask, and also the importance of having technicians that have had training that that know what to look at. Because as we mentioned, you sit there and you pull up, and it's got all these variances. If you don't have some type of training to understand color schemes and 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 tanning and stuff, I mean, it's difficult to to replace that finish. Yeah, and and one of the things that they can do, a, a consumer can do when they when they're looking at body shops and collision centers, is is to look for their certificate uh, cer- certifications, because um, all the paint companies have them. Uh, if you've sent, you know, you've sent your your uh, all your painters and all your people to uh, our schools, the, the PBG classes and everything like that, and they get documentation. And uh, and I encourage collision shops, you know, when you get those documentations, present them in 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 the shop, because that 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 um, that answers just a lot of questions that the the consumer can have just walking in that they know that this is a quality shop that uh, takes you know that takes pride in what they're doing and and is is doing the best practices uh to get my car looking like it did pre-accident condition absolutely and darren i don't know if you know this but i am a master technician with ppg uh-huh. <laughs> once again be right back and we're also going to take a moment when we wrap up the show talking about stopping just get stopped and see where you're at in your walk with life and and where God has got you heading in what direction.
Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Um, as I mentioned a moment ago, we're going to talk a little bit about making sure we know our way in life. And that's going to sort of wrap it up. I'm going to tell a story that, that goes back about three years ago. My daughter had just started attending Liberty University. Her first trip back to school on her own in her car, we packed her up, had her GPS set, and she heads off uh, Greensboro to get 29, heading up to Lynchburg to Liberty University. She'd been gone about 30 minutes, and I get the most... Uh, Frightening call at the time because I didn't know what it was all about. I answered the phone and it was uh, me and my wife were at my mother's house visiting, happened to be, and it was Taylor and she was in tears because she'd gotten to Greensboro. And if you're familiar with that, there's the split, the old 40, new 40 split. And for some reason, her GPS didn't bear her off to the right. And so next thing she knew, she had no clue where she was at. I mean, she's like her mother. I mean, she uh, directions aren't, I can take her outside and walk around the house three times and get her lost. But she was absolutely lost and was in a panic. And there was no possible way, no matter how much I talked to her and tried to find out where she was at and how to get her back where she needed to go. So what I ended up having to do, I mean, we got in our car and drove Greensboro and I said put your four-way flashers on and I'm going to get on the old 40 and I'll I'll find you so I found her got her bearings where she needed to go but uh, she followed us all the way up to 29 we got her to Reesville and we turned around and came back but that reminded me that story always reminds me of the fact of where we are in our walk this past a uh, couple weeks ago on uh, our daily bread there was a devotion in there that they just hit home with that story and I'm going to go ahead and read it. And, and if you're in our Sunday, my Sunday school class tomorrow morning, you're going to hear this again because that's what brought it all up. I'm, I'm sort of teaching on this. This is one of the things I'm going to bring up during that time. But it starts out with uh, GPS is the latest way for travelers to find their best route to their destination. But my husband and I still navigate the old-fashioned way with maps. Since Jay is usually the driver, the role of the map watcher is mine by default. In general... I am not directionally challenged, but it seems that way when I try to navigate while the car is moving. Even though I know where I want to end up, I can't figure out the best way to get there if we don't stop and find out where we are. I need to get my bearings. This can be true for our spiritual life as well. When we try to figure out the way God wants us to go, we need to stop and get our spiritual bearings. If we don't, we will likely end up in unpredictable places, unintended places, and situations and relationships that we don't want to be in. You know, when I sat there and I read that devotion and stuff, it reminded me of how Jesus, you know, with the disciples, I mean, the perfect example, we look at, look at in John where Jesus says to the disciples, you know, just, just stop. For one thing, you don't, don't, don't judge people. Just, just concentrate on, on me, and I'm the way to the Father. And then even to the end of in, in John, in, in John 20, 27, you know, Jesus was, to, that, that's where he has the encounter with Thomas is, you know, Thomas, put your fingers in the holes, the, the wounds in my hand. You know, sometimes we need to stop and get those spiritual bearings. The same thing with those disciples. They've been walking with Jesus, but sometimes Jesus just had to say stop. And that's where we are also in life, man. We get so tied up in all the things that we may think are important, all of the 
you know, our jobs and, 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 and trying to uh, cater to other people and be different things to other people when we lose focus on what God's purpose is in our life. And no matter what the GPS is, no matter what the maps say, if we don't know where we're at, we're never going to know the direction to get us where we want to go. And, and for me, I mean, that's a struggle I have all the time. I mean, it's, I have to sort of slow down and know where, where God has, has got me. Where am I right now with my walk? What is the important things? And then I can make sure that I know the path to where I want to go. And once again, it's been great having Darren in here this morning. Darren, where's the stores at? Once again, just give them a call. I think you have a Facebook page. Yeah, we're, we're uh, on Facebook, Color's Edge. So if you have any kind of questions, that's a resource. Once again, been a great show this morning. We've missed Robbie. Hope he's had a great morning and will have a great weekend. We'll see you back next week. Once again, the Christian Car Guy Radio. Also, go on the website and look and see if you can help out with the Jesus and Labor of Love. If you need that service, there's links there to be able to, to fill out a form to be able to get service. But also, if you're a provider, man, get on there. We need plenty of help. We need people joining our team, service providers, prayer teams, People calling and helping sorting and arranging things. Once again, have a great weekend. Tomorrow morning, hope that each and every one of you are in a church somewhere. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.